All the latest business news from WA, delivered daily. At close of business, news briefing. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Close of Business podcast. This is Simone Grogan with your top stories this Tuesday afternoon. Premier Roger Cook has ruled Western Australia out of a standalone bid for the 2026 Commonwealth Games, saying the economics don't stack up. Regional Victoria was expected to host the 2026 Games, but cited $6 billion worth of costs, more than double the estimated economic benefit of the event, as its reason for sensationally deciding not to proceed. Speaking this morning, the Premier was quick to hold the line of his predecessor in ruling out a WA bid and praised Victorian Premier Dan Andrews for making a tough decision and said the economic benefit of the game simply didn't stack up. City of Perth Lord Mayor Basil Zemplis took a different view and flagged the decision as a rare opportunity for WA to pick up the event and argued that the state has the financial muscle and leverage to secure it. The last time Perth hosted the Games was in 1962. In other news, the group at the centre of furore around the cancellation of a Canning River tree planting event has applied for a key bureaucratic position under the state's new Aboriginal cultural heritage laws. Business News can confirm Wajuk Aboriginal Corporation had applied for local Aboriginal cultural heritage status in the lead-up to the implementation of new cultural heritage laws from July 1. The group was not among the first three organisations granted lax status on Friday and its application is believed to still be under consideration by the Aboriginal Cultural Heritage Council. Business News has contacted WAC for clarification on the application status. It comes as the group has moved to distance itself from the actions of now former Chief Executive David Collard, who is accused of leveraging uncertainty around the new legislation to prevent a southeast regional centre for urban land care tree planting over the weekend. The cancellation is believed to have been linked to a dispute over federal government funding and was not facilitated by the new laws. And lastly, Fortescue Metals Group is confirmed to be the latest victim of a cyber attack incident, believed to be linked to a Russian ransomware group. A Fortescue spokesperson confirmed the miner had been subject to a low-impact cyber incident on May 28th that resulted in the disclosure of a small portion of the company's data. Russian ransomware group Klopp reportedly announced it had breached FMG's data in a post on the dark web. A Fortescue spokesperson said that the information that was breached was not confidential in nature. And that's all from me this afternoon. You can read more on these headlines at businessnews.com.au. Coming up next on the podcast, Nadia Budiharjo and Jack McGinn discuss a state government review into the transition out of secondary school. Stay on top of the latest news stories that are impacting your business, industry or sector. The New Look Business News app gives subscribers breaking news alerts, access to editions, articles by category, as well as our advanced data and insight search function to find projects, people and companies. It's your mobile portal to the latest intelligence on commerce, politics and industry, wherever you are. Stay informed at critical times and download today. Visit businessnews.com.au forward slash app, download on the App Store or get it on Google Play now. Welcome back to Our Close of Business. I'm Jack McGinn and today I'm joined by Nadia Budihajo. Nadia, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Jack? I'm really well, thank you. Hey, Nadia, uh, for the most recent edition of Business News, you've put together a bit of a piece on some of the barriers facing um, people leaving high school. Uh, I believe the the government's undertaking a review into how students transition out of high school and into that sort of next phase of life. It's a really interesting time in people's lives. 
Um, and it's one that some people are probably not as equipped for as others. What's the purpose of the review the government's undertaking here? Well, when it was announced by the Education Minister, Tony Booty, he said it's to equip students and prepare them for challenges in the modern world. Uh, He used other vague terms uh, such as fulfilling their potential and forming leaders. Uh, I did ask for a more detailed uh, description of what the reviews meant to be, but unfortunately I think since it was early stages, I couldn't really get a lot. It will be led by a panel of education specialists, including principals and tertiary education leaders. Uh, And I think another thing as well that they were hoping the review could do was to check if current certification or uni requirements were actually sufficient to help students transition out of high school. Right, so it sounds like it's not entirely clear exactly the specifics that it'll go into, but there's a few different areas that it's going to look at. So what are some of the main barriers to successful post-secondary school outcomes that have been identified by those that have sort of been calling for this review? So I, I couldn't, yeah, as I said, I couldn't really get a lot of information during this early stage, but I think Dr. Booty did say the review will examine the needs of Aboriginal students or those living in remote areas, students from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds, students with a disability, basically students in the marginalised and minority groups. I think they've been identified as uh, having, uh, you know, the most disadvantage in terms of um, transitioning out of uh, a successful transition out of high school. Uh, I think another aim of the review is to compare WA with what other states and territories are doing in terms of what uh, the practices in the education se- sector. Mm. And perhaps from that comparison, um, the shortcomings in WA can be identified. Was there much that you were able to get out of the organisations involved about some of the shortcomings of the current system in place? So not from the organisations involved in this uh, current review, but there has been a review before, a national one, right. not a state one, where uh, it's pretty much covering the same thing, the, you know, the transition pathways after secondary education and I've detailed some of their findings in the article but the one thing I couldn't fit with the word count but I thought was quite interesting the report that comes out of the national review there was a survey of years 9 to year 12 students in WA that was done in 2016 Mm. Uh, they found that 75% of students ranked their parents as their number one influence in career planning and career practitioners were ranked um, second. But the report also found that parents have a bias towards their children choosing university after leaving school instead of vocational training. So that's one of the, I wouldn't say shortcoming, but that's one of the, I guess, pathway influence that has been identified. One of the major influences has been identified in students in WA at that time. Uh, And that's coming from the National Review. So I think we'll... It'll be interesting to see whether this current review will reflect the same findings or similar findings to the national review. Yeah, it's an interesting one and it's, it's always good to be able to speak to people about the stories they've written because you get little gems like that. But um, obviously, you know, university education isn't suited for everyone. So it'll be interesting to see if that finding is matched in, in what's done by the state. When can we here to expect a bit more on the review and its findings? So the review is scheduled to conclude early next year. But usually the report of these findings get released much later. Yep. And again, going back to the to the national review, I believe that submissions were taken in 2019, but the report really only was 
publish a year later. Right. So I'm not sure who's a, who they're going to ask, but if they want to do a comprehensive review of WA, I think it's going to take some time to to make sure everyone gets heard and to make sure all the submissions get assessed. Mm. I'm sure you'll be across it when the report does come out. Um, Nadia, thanks so much for your time today and, and thanks for putting this story together. It, it's a great piece. You can find it online as of today on businessnews.com.au or in the most recent edition of the magazine. Thank you for joining me and have a great day. Thank you. The latest business news delivered daily. Subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. For all the latest business news, visit businessnews.com.au.